When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, everybody, to Season 4, Episode 4 of The Psychologists Are In. I'm Maggie Lawson. And I'm her podcast partner in crime, Timothy Albertson. And this week, we are talking about The Devil Is In The Details and The Upstairs Bedroom. I love this title so much. This is the episode where a priest and a former teacher, Tushan and Gus, calls them for help when he believes an apparent suicide was, in fact, the work of the devil. Enjoy, you guys. Hi, Tim! Hey, Maggie. How you doing, Tim? It's so good to see you. I was just about to say I'm doing better now that I get to see your face because I miss you terribly. I miss you I feel too. Like we've seen this each is... other in a month in real life. It's well, I haven't seen you in in so long in real life, and uh, I've been traveling for a bit, as you know. I mean, we did the last couple of podcasts from Kentucky. Um, or from and your childhood home, from from my the John childhood family house. room, <laughs> and uh, and now I'm in New York, and so I wonder where in the world I'll be next Where's time. Where's Maggie going to be do, next? <laughs> next time we do a podcast. Um, hey, and you've been traveling a bit too, and you had some very, very, very exciting, massive news come out a yeah, couple of days I, ago. I, thanks for bringing that up. There was a um, of well course. Hey, so I just um, I just got back from our city of Vancouver. Our second home. Because I was up there doing um, yeah, I don't know if y'all saw this. The press r- alert came out. Yeah. I have been cast in the new um, Percy Jackson and the Olympian series on Disney Plus. Thus, the big old. That's why when James the other day said I looked like a, um, a I think it was said a collegiate Zeus. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> because I was growing my beard to play a Greek god in Percy Jackson. So I'm playing Hephaestus, the god of blacksmiths and metallurgy, and um, just got back this weekend. It was an amazing experience being back in Vancouver, and all this this job, this show is going to bl- knock your people's socks off. It was an incredible experience, which uh, you and I haven't really even had a chance to really catch no, up. No, I know, and and there's so many exciting people in it too. But like, I just based on what you were saying and and reading the about it, I mean, Tim, this is this is very very cool. So they have because there's um, younger actors on the show playing Percy and um, mm-hmm. Annabeth. They have an acting coach on set who was uh, he did two episodes of our show. He was um, stop it. Yeah, so he was the um, the teacher in If You're So Smart Then Why You Dead. Yeah, and he was the um, the art dealer in Expeditions. We were just talking about him. <gasps> Oh, he's so good. Yeah, Andrew McGilroy, I need to shit. Yes. Oh my God, he's fantastic. Right. Okay, now I remember him as the teacher too, but I definitely remember him from Extradition. So I told Dan Schatz, my buddy who's running the show, and um, he's like, oh, we get this amazing coach. So Andrew came in and would give me vocal warmness every morning and it was really wonderful. And then he ended up acting with me, doing a lot of off-camera work for me. So I basically got to do the scenes with him. It was, it was incredible. This is boring, everybody, but I'll tell you no, more. No, I love hearing this. I'm so excited for you. And I love that that guy was on the show, and I love that he worked with you. It was super fun to have, yeah, just have, like, vocal warm-ups again. It was like going back to 
freshman year of Training. college in theater school. Yeah, totally. And you know what? Sometimes we got to do that no matter what. Like you just got to go back and practice almost. Got to go back to the beginning. Go back to the beginning. It was great because he really he gave me a lot of confidence vocally to dig into this guy. I'm so happy for you. I'm so happy for you. It's Thank so you. freaking cool. And uh, I love it. We've both been just kind of wandering around a little bit. You've been in Vancouver. Then you had a convention you did, right? Oh, so and then uh, this Sunday, we got back Saturday night. Sunday yeah. I did a Xena convention. It was the 25th anniversary of Xena, the show which started my convention world life. Unreal. And, um, so I got to see my dear friend Lucy Lawless and Renee O'Connor. And, and just to be back in the, in the Xena fandom world was really just incredible. I love this. Having started 25 years ago with these, this wonderful group of people, this incredible community. I love everything you're doing. It's so great. Friday, we had, uh, Allison and Nora and I had a day off in Vancouver. <gasps> I sent you the picture. Did you get the picture? Oh, I, I, I saw it just a little bit ago. So where'd you go? The aquarium? Went to the aquarium. Ah! And, um, in fact, and saw there were sea lions, got a picture of the sea lions. And oh my gosh, here's the thing I've been wanting to tell all of you amazing listeners. So there was actually a sea lion there recovering who had been shot. I no. kid you not. So it was it was like shabby. Tim, that's not true. Hold on. Wait, go back. There was a sea lion currently at the sea at the Vancouver Aquarium in recovery who had been shot, I think in the eye, they said. That's or somewhere. First they, off, who would do that? And secondly, well, they, this we wrote we that. <laughs> they thought they thought it was um probably a fisherman who was some evil fisherman who didn't want the, <gasps> want the sea lions going after their catch. Oh my god! So I'm not sure if his name was Shabby, but it might as well have been. But you know what? For right this here episode, was Shabby. His name well, is hey, Shabby. Look at that! Look at my new uh, my new white uh, psychiatry and merch. I love it so much, Tim. It looks fantastic. Well, I'm just following your lead because uh, you start wearing rocking the white the white merch. I did, and it's so funny because I I um I need to get another one. Um, because I gifted my sweatshirt because I didn't know I'd be in New York this long uh, to my mom when I was in Kentucky. Because <laughs> so, so she was like, I need some merch. I'm like, here, take this. I'll get some more merch. So um, I have to get that so we can match next time. I'll get the, maybe I'll get the t-shirt as well. So cute. It's yeah, so cute. I'm just, I'm just trying to be like, I'm just trying to be twinsies with my, with my, bus, with yeah. my bestie. Yeah. Yeah. And here I am. I'm kind of with you. I mean, I am in a, in a V-neck, black thing i'm just missing the the merch and the pineapple sternbush the pineapple leaf <laughs> sternbush um hey hi tim i uh wow did i forget how great this episode is so uh wait so should we are we gonna should we podcast the sh- shit out of it now <laughs> tim i have been waiting a week to podcast this should have an episode with you again so yes maggie lawson yes my dear friend i am ready to podcast the shit out of this episode oh my god i'm so excited me too i'm ready to podcast the shit out of this episode too with you yay let's do it i have missed you and i've and i've missed this and i'm i love that we're uh i, I love that i get to see your face today and we get to talk about this episode because um okay so this is episode four the devil is in the details and the bedroom upstairs. Oh, and the upstairs bedroom. Maggie, get it right. Written by... Bill Callahan, right? Bill Callahan. Directed by... Mr. John Badham. Mr. John Badham. I, uh, I gotta say, this, this title is one of my favorite. I think this is one of the most clever titles out of all the amazing clever titles. This is one, one of my favorites. I agree. There is a cleverness even, to even it that is next level. Even just the title level. makes me laugh. 
it's so good. As you said, it's, it's next level, next level clever. That's hard to say, but that is what it is. Um, okay. Let's dive in. Uh, I, I got this pineapple. Oh, wait, I only got one of the pineapple sightings. I got one of them. Okay, so we both got the obvious one, which was Agatha has a picture of the pineapple up on her, like, blog post or her, you know, page, right? Her, like, yes. social media. Okay, apparently— That's the only one I got. Was there another one, too? Yes. Henry has a wooden pineapple in his living room. Is this just a part of the set though? now? Exactly. I'm wondering because I feel like it's becoming a part of, like, every episode— that we're like, wait, we missed the one in Henry's house. Mm. Let's just say blanket-wise, there's always a pineapple in Henry's house. Always. All right. So let's just that. So and now I'll know. Now we know to look for it. Okay. I love this episode. This is fun. Okay. Cold open. It's 1989, and Henry comes rushing into church to meet with Father Wesley, who thanks him for coming so quickly. Father well, Wesley, say, played Wesley, by yeah, our dear friend Ray Wise. Who we just adore and who is so good in this. And he came back and did uh, other episodes as well. And he's obviously been in the movies. And he's just as good as it gets. Anyway. And he, as and he sweet was as could so, be. He's an incredibly yeah. sweet, lovely, wonderful man. So I always loved, loved when Ray came up. Me too. Me too. Um, and we'll get him on the pod too. Um, Father Wesley minor, tells... Minus such degree of separation. Yeah. What? He is from Allison's hometown of Akron, Ohio. So Ray is a pride of Akron. Are you serious? Yes. we, we Ray Wise he, is from Akron? I didn't know that. Yes, when he would come up, we had lunch one day, and we were talking all about Akron and, and him uh, growing up in, I think, near uh, central Akron. Oh, rubber I capital love that. of the world, everyone. The rubber capital of the world. Yeah, my, my father-in-law worked for Goodyear for 57 years, I think it was. Oh, my gosh. Allison went to Firestone High School. I did not know that. Yeah, so oh, I, I've got a, um, a synchronistic moment. Before we even start. Tell. So the very opening shot is the scared girl running. Mm-hmm. This episode was shot at UBC. Mm-hmm. And just this morning before I even watched the episode, I, before I rewatched the episode for the Psych Rewatch podcast, known as The Psychologists Are In, our dear friend Jensen Daggett calls me and, or texts me, and she's actually touring UBC with Mateo, her son, next week. Oh, wow. So, really? And then so, cut to me getting this phone call text from her. I feel like we shot. The show. Yeah. We literally shot most of this episode there. Yeah. All the exterior campus stuff was at UBC. Yeah. Yeah. Which is beautiful. University of British Columbia, for those of you who aren't up on the acronym. Okay. Fa- Father Wesley tells Henry that Sean has been causing trouble in Sunday school because Sean questions every detail about the stories with extreme <laughs> scrutiny. The, um, the lions versus the zebras really made me laugh out loud. Yes, it's so good. It's a great, again, this episode is very smart. There is like, I mean, the references are very good. The questions, it's all, it's all very, I, I liked it a lot. Okay. Henry tells Sean he's getting too held up on the details, but Sean retorts back that that's what Henry taught him to do, right? Instead of arguing anymore, Father Wesley turns and asks Henry if they've ever thought of visiting the Methodist church down the street because it's quite nice. Ray's delivery is so deadpan and good in this. So good. Cut back to present time. We watch as a student from a Catholic college runs away from her friend who is trying to stop her. Agatha, the girl running away, eventually makes it to a high balcony and jumps off before Lucy, her best friend, can stop her. When Lucy goes to check on her, Agatha is dead, lying in a pool of her own blood. As the boys mm, arrive, and it's sad. As the boys arrive at the crime scene in the blueberry, they argue about their plans for the day. 
Sean reenacts their conversation from earlier, doing an incredible Gus impression. It's very. This scene is so funny. I wrote. I. I. I just wrote down so funny. Unfortunately, Gus drags Sean to the Catholic school to investigate the crime as a favor to their old Sunday school teacher, Father Wesley. Sean tells Gus he's out until he ha- uh, until he has to fake schmooze with Father Wesley, who mentions he's his favorite little skeptic. Sean claims he's a psychic detective and a in a hit jingler making boom boom boom. Yes, Tim. Um, I think we missed. Um, we missed a, another a first. show first. Uh, I think it was. Sean doing the Gus voice, I think it was the show. I don't know if it was the show first, but it was certainly one of the one of the anchor points of the repartee between the boys. Tonight, that's coming up too. But oh um, no, I think that's before muffins. I think that that was in there. Oh, I, I don't know. I wrote that down first. So I wrote down, is that a psych first? Was it a first, or have we I, heard I put tonight? Da- I put down psych first for them. I think. Let oh me, my gosh. You've already so caught, it's our, caught up. It's our first. It's our first tonight, and our first boom, boom, boom muffins. Boom, boom, boom muffins. Muffins, so good. So many show for us within the first five minutes of this episode. <laughs> it's true. Come on, son. Um, That's how we're doing it up on this episode, everybody. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Don't we all wish that life came with a user manual? I know I do. Almost every single day, actually. But we don't have that. And instead, we have better help. We have therapy. We have other ways to try to help. Unfortunately, uh, life does not come with a user manual. So when it is not working for you, it is normal to feel stuck. Navigating any of life's challenges can make you feel unsure, whether it's a career change, a new relationship, or becoming a parent. Therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills, which makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of our complex engine called you. BetterHelp has connected over 3 million people with licensed therapists. It's convenient and accessible anywhere, 100% online. I know I have talked about it a lot on this podcast, but I really can't say enough about it. It's so easy to sign up. It's tailored for you. It's a very personal experience to make you feel as safe as possible, which I think is probably one of the the best things or most important things when it comes to therapy. And I I've used BetterHelp myself. I've been in therapy myself. I I think there there's no downside, you know? There's just no downside. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Plus, it's affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It couldn't be simpler, you guys. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash pineapple. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash pineapple. Oh, my God. And then, okay, so Lassiter and Juliet are already on the scene speaking with Father Wesley and Headmaster Father Bard. Wesley and Bard explain that Agatha was a model student until three weeks ago when she suddenly started acting irrationally. You, when he's flicking your ear. (laughs) So Tim has a tell when he's trying not to laugh. For those of you who are listening. You have a tell. It's very subtle. Oh, so many, no one would probably really notice it, but I always notice it, and then it would make me laugh. But I saw it in the scene. Your head is kind of like he's flicking your ear, and you kind of go like that to turn away. 
and you get the tiniest little nostril flare <laughs> and the tiniest little lip quiver, which would work great if it were like a crying scene, right? Because then, you know, that's like, but I can always tell. And I was like, <laughs> you're right. It's I, good. That's, I, why, that's why I'm literally moving my face away from camera. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm starting to laugh. I, I, that's literally what I wrote down. I was like, you had to turn away because you're about to laugh when he's messing with your ear. So cute. So good. Um, Lasseter attempts to tell the gang um, what he thinks happened. But before he can finish, Sean goes wrong, which is funny. Then an attempt, uh, an attempt number two. Lassie mentions he thinks it was a murder. But Sean goes wrong again, revealing he thinks the death was a suicide. Father Wesley, however, has an alternate theory that Agatha was possessed. Father Wesley's idea is disregarded by all but Gus. While this so there, all... Yes. Sorry, there's a moment where I say stop it to the boys. Oh, it's so which good. Was, which was pretty much insider insight. That was how I... It was my dad voice to my to my daughters in the backseat being oh bad. Oh, my gosh. Which is pretty much how I approached most of the scenes with the boys. That is so funny. And that is true. Stop. So I heard me do it. I'm like, it. oh, it's the dad voice. That's the car in the car dad voice. Um, but last week we were, um, we were texting about getting ready to watch this episode. And I, I texted the all-important question of how do we look? Yes. We look, I, I think, I thought we looked, okay, I'm going to say I think you look outstanding in this episode. I think you look fantastic in this episode. No, you know what I like what is like your, your, your short hair is kind of growing in just a little bit. It's almost like fuzzy and it's very cute. And my, my, I don't think I look as great in it, but I was, I, I uh, absolutely uh, disagree. I, w I thought I've actually in my notes, you look fantastic. Your hair looks fantastic mm, we, because we, your response to me was you looked fantastic. Yeah. So I, like, I can't wait to talk about it. Boy, I so, thought but, you did. Um, the one who looks fantastic is you, Maggie. And your hair is kind of—it's the—I think it's a show first of the um, the chopstick uh, bun holder or mm -hmm. ponytail holder. It's a chopstick bun, no yeah, question. It's a little looser. I really like it in this one. I did too. And you're too. in a um, you're in a loss and lavender top on this one, which was very special. <laughs> loss and lavender, I love it. Um, okay, Lazarus gets a call from Chief Vic asking if the boys are on the case, and just as Sean's about to say no, Gus chimes in and says yes. Gus claims he knows who killed the girl and whispers, the devil. Uh, I love, I, I wrote down, I just love that Gus takes the lead. I like, I think this is a first where he really, really takes the lead on a case. And I was like, it's about time. We're in season he four. He becomes the lead investigator. The lead investigator, right. There's a very funny moment where, um, what's he talking about being possessed? And there's a shot of you and you get the shivers. And oh, yeah. it, it, Sean's just giving you a little little guff about being scared. And there's you have a couple lines about basically, homie, don't play that. Um, you were, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's not. No, 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 no. no it's which not I a thing. It's not like, a thing. This, this is really, this is real. This is not acting. This is Maggie being no, real. No, this is real. This is totally you, real. Like knowing you as I, as I know you. Yeah. Yeah. All that Ouija board stuff, too. I was like, guys, guys, let's not, let's not, let's not trigger anything. <laughs> Um, okay. Sean pulls out a police sketch of the potential suspect, and it's a cartoon devil. This was hilarious. The Underwood, the Underwood devil. Gus claims he'll take the lead on this case, and Sean will be in the backseat. Wesley tells Sean and Gus more about Agatha's strange behavior. He had wanted to perform an exorcism, but couldn't get approval from Bard, as the practice was frowned upon. Back at the psych office, Sean does another jingle. Boom, boom, boom. 
this thing. Which looks like a three-hole punch. It's like a small hole puncher. Yeah, a little hole puncher. Oh, we, we missed another show first, though. Wait, really? I think it's the show first. So in the crime scene, there's one mm-hmm. shot where they're zipping with the body bag. Mm-hmm. I think it was the first time we actually see blood on our show. There's I wrote like that a, down, too. We never, we don't, I mean, there was one time someone got shot um, back in, Lassie did a bad thing. And we see that. But I don't even think we, did we do blood? Or was it just the impact of the shot? I think it. I think there was a there was a lot of blood it was in this just, one. There was. Uh, I think the tennis episode we saw some blood. Or was but it was it was tennis? like blood on a rag. Okay. We, we've never seen blood in the aftermath of a crime. Yeah. Yeah. And it was very. It was a very disturbing sort of. Looked like somebody took a bottle of ketchup and just sort of dumped it out on the cement there. It it did it did, but it was it was uh, unusual for our show. Um, okay, back at the psych office. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Agatha, Gus researches, Gus begins researching Agatha and logs into her blog. He charts her mental demise by the content of her status updates. Also, I just felt old. This felt like, wait, because sometimes psych feels so present, you know, like we're still making it. We're still Because they were on MySpace. But they're not even on MySpace. We're on, yeah, exactly. Like they're on something else entirely. And I was like, oh, God, right. That's where I have a we show were. first coming up. You had a what? I have a show first coming up. Okay. Well, we get to oh, I are know. You, what you're are you say. sitting down? You are sitting down. I can see. I can see you because you know I know what it is. Okay, I know I do. We we get to a blog. Yes. So when uh, her Agatha's status update is played with the cutest puppy today, uh-huh. and uh, Sean goes, but it was a you can say it. Uh, Labradoodle. Labradoodle, show first for Labradoodle. Shav, show first for Labradoodle. That was the next one. I'm glad we said it before. We get we get a blog post where it says she saw a cute puppy and Sean goes, bet it was a Labradoodle. And Gus replies, you know, that's right. <laughs> it's just so funny. I don't even know how, why we got stuck on Labradoodle, but it just, that was the thing. And then Which it is, became like. Uh, Labradoodle was always between you and you and you and James. Sean. Or me and Sean. Sorry. Yes. Me and me and Sean. Um, Same thing. I've heard it both ways. I've heard See it both what I just ways. did there? <laughs> It was funny because it has the same, like, you know, intensity and uh, uh, what would I say? Surprise is like squirrel. Squirrel. That's how we always said it. It was was Labradoodle. (laughs) Anyway, uh, Sean scrolled through her side and discovers that Agatha had a boyfriend named Cameron, but they broke up a few days before her death. Sean and Gus decide to talk to Cameron and Sean takes back his lead detective role. Lead detective role. The way he does this bit he does is very um, Robin Williams-esque. I was like, I, it was uh, classic uh, James Rodade Rodriguez being freaking funny. <sighs> yeah. Well, they stole yeah. it from uh, Robin Williams. I don't know, but it was it was just great, whatever. I, I noted that just in this episode in general, I felt like it may not have been like the biggest in terms of, you know, big stunty stuff and big, you know, sets and all of that, but... The dialogue, like the, 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 there was a, there was a lot of really, really, a lot of gold. Obviously, we have a lot of firsts that are just in this episode. It's crazy. Okay. Uh, as they arrive at the ex boyfriend's room, Lassie and Jules already beat them to it. The night Agatha died, he claimed he was at Burning Man, and his bag and dirty shoes proves it. The boys then head off and run into a girl Sean assumes is named Mary, which is very funny. She reveals which, um, that, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I've- let me refer to my notes before you continue. Massive psychic premonition here. Oh. She says, you've heard about Lucy, right? And he says, yeah, Lucy, she's charged you a nickel for a, a psychic, <laughs> uh, for psych, psych, for psychologist. 
Yes. For psychiatric for help. Mm-hmm. Basically, he refers to Lucy's Lucy and peanuts. from the peanut sign in peanut sign of mm-hmm. the psychologists are in. Hey, look at us. I know. That's us. It's so, so cute. In addition to our to our podcast. It was very, very cute. I loved that reference so much because Lucy's the best. And yeah, I have Lucy kick a ball, five cents for psychiatric help. Um, Oh, there's another good one coming up too. See, so many. Does your probiotic contain clinically studied strains? We'll meet one that does. Rituals Symbiotic Plus contains two of the world's most studied strains with over 350 publications of human clinical trials. That is a lot of trials, you guys. I love Ritual. I take it every single day. I love knowing what I'm putting in my body. I love that it's clinically proven. And most importantly, I just feel better. So I go with that. And that's why I love Ritual. So what makes the components so clearly ritual? They are science-backed and research-stacked, especially when stacked up against the leading direct-to-consumer and top-selling probiotics on the market. They're more than a probiotic. You guys, it's a three-in-one. It's a three-in-one with clinically studied prebiotics, probiotics, and a postbiotic to support a balanced gut microbiome. Also, it's one daily capsule, just one, for simple, streamlined gut support. So it's very simple. It's very minty. It's very good. It's a delayed-released capsule designed to help reach the colon, not the stomach, an ideal place for probiotics to survive and grow. That's actually huge, you guys. And it's designed with moisture-controlled bottle technology to protect probiotic strains, so you do not have to refrigerate it, which is also so convenient and so nice and so easy for, like, travel and all of those things. I can't say enough about it. Symbiotic Plus and Ritual are here to celebrate, not hide, your insides. There's no more shame in your gut game. That is why Ritual is offering our listeners 10% off during your first Three months. Visit ritual.com slash pineapple to start ritual or add Symbiotic Plus to your subscription today. So Sean and Gus arrive at Lucy's home. Her mom reveals Lassie and Jules were already there earlier in the day. So Sean and Gus pretend they're grief counselors to go in and investigate. The two then walk into Lucy's bedroom and witness her spider walking and speaking in tongues. Gus I, thinks- I've, I've, an, I've got a comment about the- um, yeah. Her speaking in tongues. Yeah. Jules Happiness, um, who has a great um, IMDb page that this person um, posts really wonderful edits of. Well, let's be honest, you and me. And Oh, yeah. Jules Happiness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she did me because she watched the show in Germany and she translated this line for me. <gasps> oh, So when God. the girl's speaking in German, while I'm looking for it, there's a fun fact that when you watch a show in Germany, this line was translated into Latin. Oh, wow. Just a little fun fact for you. So the line she says in German translates to, every day you make a decision that can change your life, which is the line that um, Sean later refers to saying it was a line out of uh, Run, Lola, Run, Lola, Run. Oh, another psych premonition. Yes, absolutely. You can say why. A psych premonition because in the, um, well, what is our like born episode? What's it called again? Where we have one, maybe one, possibly two ways out. Two ways out. That's right. Um, Sorry, Franca. Franca. Who, I, just, who, I just said go ahead and do it, and I just totally took it from you. Sorry. No, Franca Patente, who is uh, Lola in Run Lola Run, and is in the Jason Bourne movies, uh, is um, 
uh, also married to, well, she's one of our dear friends and uh, married one of my best friends, Derek. And so she's been like a part of our little crew for a while. And how funny, because I, I'm guessing they would have just met around the time we shot this episode. So I'm wondering if we already were, were like giving her a little shout out. Well, also in doing my intensely professional co-host research, because I take this very seriously, y'all. <sighs> Ron Lilla Roan came out in 1989, same year that this episode is set. That's impossible. She would have only been like 15. Are you telling Run me something the internet isn't, wasn't true, Maggie? <laughs> we'll find out the real date. Hold on. Run Lola Run would have probably been in 1999. 1998. You, you were close, Tim. You had, the, you had all of the numbers correct, just in the wrong order. Guess who's dyslexic? I am. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I love you, Tim. It's I totally the fine. Right. I love that we laugh at you. Got the all right the numbers order. right, just not in the right order. <laughs> um, oh, I love that's that, why though. I love that trust we me if you ask me for someone's phone number and I'm reading it to you. Okay, that's good. In fact, if I never want to give my number to somebody, I will say, just ask Tim. <laughs> and then, of course, I'll <laughs> anyway. Okay, Gus thinks the demon probably jumped into Lucy as Agatha died. Sean then leaves Gus, telling him he's on his own because this whole thing is just too ridiculous. Um, there's a reference to Carson D interviewing. Wait, Simon Baker is on Carson D or something. Who mentalist is, joke. Yes, a mentalist joke and Carson yeah, D. Yeah, Carson D's got Simon Baker on tonight. It's a must see. It's a must see. That's what it is. Yeah, it's so good. It's, and uh, those are another <laughs> aging us, Carson Daly. Um, Sean goes to Henry's place looking for his Xbox and finding it uh, under a pillow on his couch. Henry tells him he's not getting the game system back until he finishes painting the house like he said he would. Henry asks Sean about his relationship troubles and tells Sean that he needs to go back and support Gus no matter what the situation because that's what good partners do. Yeah. But Sean is a grown-ass man and, he, and Henry's still talking to him like he's, he's a, a naughty 12-year-old. You're not getting your Xbox back. Um, so if he backs Gus up now, then Gus will always back him up in the future. Sean returns to Lucy's home, and we find out that Gus called Father Wesley to attempt an exorcism. Before we we see the reveal of Wesley, there's it's the the music starts being like the the exorcist music, and there's and there's an oh, really yeah. iconic shot that John did, where he says, uh, "I called somebody else." It's cut to an exterior shot, and it's that famous. Movie poster shot from The Exorcist of the priest with the bag and yep. the fog and silhouetted with the fog in the background. Yep. So I thought it was very clever of Mr. Badham to um. He's very no cool. Slouch. He knows. What he's, he's no doing slouch. That Badham. He knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. I love when we do things like that on the show too. It's like it's so such it's a the, fun life yeah, show. The and then we... music and the shot we stole. Yeah. He stole. All right, Sean and Gus to, uh, hold Lucy down during her exorcism. She tells Sean he's hot to try and distract him. She then reveals some facts about Sean's childhood. Father Bard then appears, and Sean and Gus are ordered out of the room. After what seems like a few minutes, Wesley and Bard finish the exorcism, emerging later to claim it worked and that Lucy is now cleansed of her demonic possession. Sean visits the police station for more information. Julia tells him the standard toxicology report came back clean. Weird. And that they could administer a more specific test if Sean had a particular medicine or drug that he wanted to check for. 
Sean looks through Gus's index of medications and gets an idea. Later, after a second toxicology report, he tells Gus that the cops found L-DOPA in Lucy's system. L-DOPA is a Parkinson's medication that, when taken by a person without Parkinson's, causes extremely emotional, erratic behavior. He finger guns and shoots at Gus... saying wrong, wrong, wrong. The girls weren't actually possessed. Sean deduces that the girls were secretly being slipped the medication. Gus asks how Lucy knew about Sean's childhood and how to speak German. Sean counters, here's the here's the uh, Ron Lola Run part, that Lucy viewed his blog page and that her German was a quote from Ron Lola Run. Yay! He then tells Gus that Father Wesley has Parkinson's and has been and has been on L-DOPA. It looks like Wesley, wanting to return to his glory days as an exorcist, <laughs> fed the girls his medicine to bring on the symptoms, but that things got out of hand when Agatha killed herself. Lasseter and Juliet then arrest Father Wesley. They're in jail. Gus visits Wesley, who proclaims because his innocence. we think he's a murderer. That was good. It's when really the lip. For that it's one. when the lip I really curls. For that one. Yeah, that's when I know you're really in it. He knows uh, Gus is Wesley. Yeah, he knows who the culprit is, but he can't tell Gus because he heard it in confession. He also rec- recommends a specific Bible verse to help him solve the case. As Gus looks for Sean, he finds him stealing his Xbox from Henry's home. Sean and Gus then find Henry's Bible and see the proverb that Father Wesley mentioned uh, from jail is about the unfaithful and evil desires. Sean puts it all together and the gang uh, goes to see Cameron where they find Lucy in his room. Sean begins asking who Lassie thinks did it and then after hearing his answer claims it's the other person. Sean's theory is that Lucy wanted Cameron for herself, so she drugged Agatha to make her crazy so Cameron would dump her. Sean also tells Cameron— one of my favorite exchanges between you and I ever. Uh, yes. I know, I know what you're going to say. Sean also tells Cameron not to be stupid because guys and girls can't be friends and that girls fake orgasms. <laughs> the camera— <laughs> Then cuts to Jules, who shrugs in agreement. No, no, but no, but it's it's the look between Lassiter looking at, at Jules incredulously, yes. and your your luck looking shrug is just just. I had to re- I rewound that like fifteen times. Hey man, hey man. It was we such gotta a keep exchange. it real. We gotta keep it real between us, you know. <laughs> just Lassiter. <laughs> it was it just had me on the ground. It was good. It was one of my favorites too. I feel like we, uh, we, yeah, that's good. Okay, unfortunately, the medication made Agatha so unstable, she jumped to her death. Sean then goes uh, on to say that when Lucy overheard Wesley proclaim Agatha was possessed, she realized she had the perfect thing to throw the cops off the trail. Upon hearing this, Lucy breaks down, claiming she never meant to hurt Agatha, which leads to the cops cuffing her and taking her away. Somehow, where did the cuffs come from? And also, Wes, yes. Well, I'll tell you exactly where the cuffs came from. Off, off camera. hands, O'Hara has cuffs. Oh, that's right. Which I thought was, I was like, oh, that's a nice little moment. Like, he wanted you to take the collar in. That's right. I think I, I literally was like, oh, I can't wait till we get to the part where I cuff her because I, I'm going to make the joke about where the cuffs come from. And you're right. They actually come from Lassiter this time. And we have, it is, it's a really nice moment. It's a really nice moment because most of the time they come out of thin air. Of course, to try- we, we didn't see her actually being cuffed because no. we know you always we just know go, she's not. You say I, you lean into the person who you're cuffing and say, "Hey, just grab these, would you? Just hold on to them. Just grab these. Thanks. Okay. Anyway, 
Uh, okay, Sean decides to try a confession and says it's been 15 years since his last one. Sean claims he lies all the time for his job. He then reveals he's been stealing food from Gus's drawer and blames it on the cleaning lady. Gus then yells, I knew it! He also says he's very serious about the jingles and wants to make one for the church. He sings, boom, 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 wafers. Then fixing it to boom, 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 holy ghost. Holy ghost. Anyway, um, very, very, very cute. That's our episode. This was so good. This was a great one. I have a question. Well, let's do fan questions because I bet some of my questions will actually fit into the fan questions. So, okay. What would the commercial jingle for the podcast be? Oh, my God. Boom, boom, boom. Podcast the shit out of it. Or boom, oh, boom, like boom. Tim, you look great. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. No, you do, Maggie. Boom, boom, boom. We compliment each other for the first five minutes of the episodes of this podcast. Because that's what we do. That's how we do it. Because that's us in real life. Does that work? I hope you guys are satisfied with those answers. Okay. Was this the first Labradoodle reference? Yes. Which we established. Did you ever not know something was coming in a scene so they could get your authentic reaction. Oh, yeah. I feel like James would throw us off all the time. I feel like James would just throw... If it was his off-camera, I feel like it became his goal for the day to make us laugh. So Thus, Tim turning his head away yeah. from camera so he can laugh. Which, by the way, in the bloopers is probably why you don't see as much of James. Because it's James making everybody else laugh. It's either delay making a song out of something that is absolutely hysterical or James just making it um, his mission for the episode to make us laugh. Okay. Um, were there any other alternatives to Lasser saying, kiss my sweet love biscuits? <laughs> were there alternatives? I can't remember if there were not. And I'm wondering if love biscuits, love biscuits, lo that's hard word to say. Mm -hmm. Love biscuits was um, scripted. I wonder too. I feel like that's something you would have like on the spot came up with, to be honest. Or James would have given it to me. Or James would have given it to you, right. This is what I was going to ask, or this is what I was going to get into. Have either of you ever used a Ouija board and did anything happen? I mean, many, many grade school, maybe even high school, um, yes, <laughs> seance, <laughs> maybe even college, maybe last week, um, seances, we would have like slumber parties. I definitely had a Ouija board under my bed and it would freak me out. Um, maybe that's why John Candy's ghost star fell from your, from your bedroom ceiling. It was though. I actually think we had the Ouija board out. I just don't think that we like we're using it at the moment, but we were definitely all in a circle, like trying to talk to spirits. <laughs> Trying to talk to John Candy. But either and then way, you opened back. the portal. I, we opened the portal for sure. Came back yeah. and didn't leave, apparently. I, uh, <laughs> it's true. I don't know. I mean, you know, I can get a little, I can get a little woo-woo. I can get a little, 
I like to sometimes light intention candles and I like to hey, like, Maggie, you who know. are you talking to? You think I don't know this? I know. Sorry, I'm just like letting, I'm them. sort of responding to the question being like, I don't really think I go the like Ouija route or anything like that. I mean, I don't do that anymore. And I don't think I really believed it even then when I did it, it was sort of more fun. But I also like leave room that I know nothing and I don't know. I don't know what else is out there. I don't know what forces are at play. So I stay in the, I stay in the, I'm, I'm open to, I'm open category. How do you, what about you? Uh, I think we had a Ouija board when I was a kid that my brother would use to scare me. <laughs> like obviously pushing that thing, even though you're not supposed to, you're not supposed to, but you know, my brother would try and scare the hell out of me by yeah. asking whatever, and then yeah. blatantly pushing the thing to like, Timmy's going to die tonight. Yeah. Yeah, that's really that's really not cool. So so as you grew up, grew up, you were like, yeah, no, no, no Ouija boards around because he scared you. I did not. Uh, mm-hmm. Although my girls had one somewhere as well. That's so funny. I actually, yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. Like you know, uh, Kurt Fuller's show Evil is all about this, and you know, <clears throat> exorcism spirits, things we can't see. I don't know. I don't know. Evil. Evil. I mean, we we've we've covered most. We've covered everything. Those are all of our fan questions. Happy Thanksgiving. This will air actually after Thanksgiving. But to all of you, I hope you all had a really, really wonderful, lovely, beautiful Thanksgiving. And Tim, I'm so thankful for you. I'm so thankful for this podcast. I'm so thankful for the psychos. I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful for all uh, all of it. Maggie, I love you. I am so incredible. You know too. how thankful I am for you. I think I tell you almost every day. I do too, you, but I also, it's still nice to say. Um, everyone, I hope uh, it's the holidays. I hope all of your holidays are kicking off nicely. And we'll be back next week. That was such a fun and spooky episode, I might add. As always, thanks again for listening to The Psychologists Are In. Don't forget to follow us on our Instagram at The Psychologists Are In and our Twitter at Psychologist Pod. And check out our Patreon for full videos of the episodes and more at patreon.com slash psychologists are in. We'll see you next week where we will talk to some of you for a very special Psychologists Are In episode. We are so excited that we're going to be talking to some of you psychos. And you know what? Actually, I'm kind of nervous. But stay tuned for next week where three amazing psychos ask us anything and we have to answer. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.